My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly builder's call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now, on to today's lesson. Fired up about today's training. It's, uh, it's, been, it's a training that we haven't done in a while, uh, but uh, one that certainly needs to be revisited. So... Today, we're doing a training on the activity tracker, the activity tracker training, <laughs> the basics, the activity tracker. I will show you plenty of pictures of it during this presentation, but uh, just a history of the activity tracker. I, I know that um, early in my career, I fooled myself into thinking I was working when I actually wasn't. Uh, I had a friend, Adam, that um, I was sitting down with him one day and he started smoking me in production. I was like, what are you doing? He said, I'm just making more dials. And I said, that's crazy. I'm making as many dials as you are. He said, prove it. And I couldn't. I wasn't tracking my dials. And so I started tracking my dials. And I sat down for a dial session. I worked my finger to the bone making dials. And uh, before I knew it, I'd, I'd worked up all the way to 30 dials. <laughs> I thought I was done for the week. I got into 30. And that's when I realized that uh, my feelings had been fooling me. I was feeling like I was making a lot of dials, but the numbers we're telling the truth and, uh, and ultimately the, the, the premium that I was not picking up and the commissions I was not getting paid were telling the truth as well. So I started tracking my numbers and over time, I just realized uh, there are different metrics that need to be measured from an activity standpoint uh, to really judge whether you are doing the work that you need to do. Um, I, I, I like track, I track my own numbers. I'm not on the personal production side, but I do track my numbers on the, on the recruiting side, the building side. And I like to see the trends that are there. If there's, in, if there's a problem, I want to fix it. I want to address it. So I've seen this um, activity tracker as uh, the analogy I've thought of it since I put it together. The spreadsheet um, is, is thinking about it in terms of a rocket. So, you know, they say a rocket, you know, when, 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 when we used to fly to the moon, uh, but rockets are off course 99% of the time. Uh, you enter in the coordinates for the rocket. The rocket fires. Uh, and then there's onboard computers that, that measure uh, barometric pressure and um, uh, wind speed and, and, and gravitational pulls, all this sort of stuff that could throw that rocket off. Um, and constantly is making little tweaks, little adjustments to that rocket along the way so the rocket ends up hitting its target. Uh, I have found that in my own business, as I uh, fired, <laughs> a lot of times I would start getting off course but I had nothing in place to fix it until it really became a problem. Uh, that's why I came up with this activity tracker. So today in this lesson, you will learn. Number one, you're going to learn how to input the coordinates for your rocket. You're going to learn how to put, input the coordinates for your rocket. Tell the rocket where you want to go. Number two, you're going to uh, learn how to input activity to give the computer the data it needs to make adjustments. Number three, you're going to learn how to follow the adjustments that the computer makes to ensure your rocket hits the target. Um, uh, we, we, we trained on um, and, and, and talk about using the activity book. In no way does this spreadsheet replace the activity book. I use the activity book on a daily basis, a weekly basis. And then what I do is I transfer my numbers from my activity book into this spreadsheet. I, I love the activity book. I'm not 
trying to replace it. And some people say, well, I just want to enter my number straight into the spreadsheet. That's fine too. Uh, I just have a, I have a tough time entering my information straight into the spreadsheet after I make a dial, make a dial, make a dial, make a dial. Like that's, I just like doing the tick marks and then transferring that over. But I think it is important not to only use the activity book, but instead to, to take those numbers and transfer them over so you can start seeing the trends. You can present them to your uh, mentors, your counselors and say, what is going on? What do you see here? I subject my numbers to mentors and counselors and say, what are you seeing here in these trends? What, what are you seeing that maybe I'm not seeing? Uh, it's a great tool for that. So this is what the activity tracker looks like. As a member of the FITS group, uh, you, uh, you have a Dropbox, you know, and this is in your Dropbox. Uh, if you're newer and you don't know what the heck I just said, activity tracker and Dropbox and whatever, <laughs> I ask somebody for this. Uh, but this is the basic of what the activity tracker looks like. There's a, a production side, and I, I'll, I'll show the building side in a little bit. But this is what the production side of the activity tracker looks like. All right. So first step in using the activity tracker is to input the coordinates. That's the, the column on the left. This is where you enter in right there. You enter in your income goal. Maybe you say $5,000. Well, the spreadsheet is already pre-programmed with averages that we see as a group, uh, as, as the FITS group, the averages that we see so that it spits out at the bottom there, the activity that you need to do. You can see scrolling on down, like ultimately it says you need to make 89 dials a week. Uh, that's two hours and 58 minutes of dials. That's seven appointments you're going to book, roughly 14 hours of appointment time. If you're combining those numbers, you're looking at 14 plus three. That's 17 hours of work. Maybe you got drive time of another 10 hours. <laughs> I mean, let's just be obnoxious about it uh, to, to really say 27 hours a week. Uh, and, and now you've got $5,000 income goal. That income goal is designed as a monthly income goal. Um, a lot of times people will get started with us and they don't necessarily go through that income goal. It's like, hey, how many apps a week do you want to make? And we talk about it in terms of that. But long term, I know people who've used this sheet that, hey, I need to make some extra money in the next coming, next, next few months. I need to average, maybe I need to average $12,000 a month or $10,000 a month the next three months because I got uh, prom coming up for my daughter or there's a wedding coming up or, or I want to take a, a big summer vacation with the family to Walt Disney World. That place is expensive. And so you know, you input here with the money you want to make and then, and, then, and then start tracking your activity. It'll tell you what you've got to do to go make that. Um, a good friend on the call, Adam, uh, his, his basement flooded. And I remember having a conversation with him like, hey, it's going to take money to fix this basement. I'm like, well, let's look at the spreadsheet. And, and he said, I need to do this much. He entered in this much income goal and boom, now he just did the activity that the spreadsheet told him to do. And, and, and now he had the money to, to pay for the repairs for the basement. Well, um, you input those coordinates. You've got to tell the rocket where you want to go. Now you start inputting the activity. Uh, the dates uh, that we start with, I'm not so hung up on what dates you track, but you should know that each line is a week. Uh, I entered in 3719, which is a Thursday. Uh, production weeks historically end on Thursdays for production weeks. If you want to have your week to be a normal uh, calendar week, a Sunday to Saturday, that's fine. If you would like to do Monday to Sunday, that's fine, whatever. But each line is a seven-day period. So be consistent with whatever you are reporting on this sheet. Um, I will say on Tuesday mornings when we do our big, our big uh, Tuesday morning meeting and people are reporting their numbers, a lot of times they're, they're not necessarily reporting the current production week they're in, but they're reporting their last production week on this sheet. That's fine. Whatever you want to do, I just believe in being consistent. Um, I've seen people 
on their activity sheet. Now, mind you, this activity sheet is for you. It's not for me. It's for you. And so if you are lying on this sheet, you're only fooling yourself. I've seen people go, uh, they will count, uh, they will count the same day. Um, I've seen people have seven, they go, they go seven day week, seven day week, seven day week, seven day week. And then all of a sudden it's like a nine day week. And then it goes back to seven, 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 and then a 10 day week. And, and, and they're doing it because they want that week to look better. <laughs> Here's where we're not just measuring the week. We're looking at 13 weeks of activity here so we can really see trends that are appearing. It's not about having a great week or a bad week. It's what are the averages, all right? So put in, uh, put in the date, whatever date you want to put. Just that the next week is going to be seven days after this date. Dials. I entered in as an example here, 120 dials. Um, I, I was reporting, I was looking at, at, at some numbers one time uh, of an agent who actually is no longer with us. And, and after this, you'll understand why. But uh, he, uh, he's no longer with us. And uh, when I was looking at his sheet for 13 straight weeks, he made exactly $250 a week. And I said, did you make $250 a week? He said, yeah. I said, you're a bad liar. You're a bad liar. Like nobody does $250 exactly for 13 consecutive weeks. To be a better liar, maybe you should have done like 251 one week and maybe 249 another. That would have look, looked a little less uh, conspicuous. It, it, would have, it would have looked a, a, a little more honest, but 250 exactly a week, it's rare that you're going to make an exact number like that, 120. But he was doing 250, 250, 250, 250, and he was frustrated because he's like, I'm not doing the production that I really need to do. I'm not making the money that I really need to make. And I told him, I said, well, you're lying on your sheet. And so it's really hard to give you feedback because you're lying on the sheet. So <laughs> go back and actually track your dials. Nobody's judging you. I'm not judging you. The sheet is not judging you. You shouldn't look at your, 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 your activity tracker and feel shame. That's not what this is for. This is, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine a rocket feeling ashamed? <laughs> it, you're not feeling ashamed here. This is not what this is about. It's being honest with the activity that you did, and from there, figuring out the activity that you need to do. It's, it's helping you stay on course to reach the goals that you've got. So you put in here 120 dials, 18 contacts. You'll start seeing uh, in, the, in the bottom columns of the sheet where it has totals and averages, you'll start seeing populate, uh, the, the numbers starting to sum up here and populate. Uh, you made 120 dials, you spoke to 18 people. Contact is not... Um, a dial is literally just dialing the phone. It's not actually talking to somebody. Contact is actually getting somebody on the phone. Now, I never counted when four-year-old Janie answered the phone and said, Daddy's on the potty. I, I, never, I never counted that as a contact. A contact is when you reach somebody on the phone who's a legitimate contact, like somebody who can actually book an appointment for, for you and with you. All right? Uh, seven appointments you booked. These are appointments booked. How many appointments did you book in this example you spoke to 18 people and booked seven appointments. That's the 39% booking rate. Uh, that's, and you look at the bottom there, and we'll, we'll talk about this in another, another conversation, but current ratio versus baseline ratio starts populating as well. That current ratio, 39% booking rate is not a, a good booking rate, but it's one week. We don't get too high or too low on one week. We look at the uh, preponderance of evidence. We gather together the evidence and we look at it as, as, as a, a lot of evidence, not just as one week. One week does not a trend make. One week doesn't even make a line on a graph. It's a dot, all right? So don't get too high or too low based on that one week. So you book seven appointments, you sat on six of them. Let's explain what a sit is. A sit means you walked in the front door and sat down to work the appointment 
if you showed up and husband and wife are not both there, that doesn't count as a sit and you should not run the appointment. Uh, if you show up and nobody's there, we call that a me show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you show up, knock on the door, nobody's there. That does not count as a sit. So in this example, you'll see seven appointments booked and six sits. Perhaps in this fictitious person's world, they got there and somebody wasn't there or they got there and the wife had just run out to the grocery store forgetting that you had an appointment and that's a one-legged appointment. Um, so that's, that's what a sit is. Next column is apps. That's total applications for the week. When you are going across the spreadsheet and you're entering this in, and, and in this example, we punched in five. When you punch in that five and it turns that box red, that is because the life app column that we're going to get to in a minute and the annuity app column that we're going to get to in a minute don't add up to this app count column that we're looking at right now. See how that is? Like right now we have five total apps that we're listing here on this spreadsheet, but we have zero life apps and zero annuity apps. Zero plus zero does not equal five. This is showing you there's an error. Uh, I put that in just to, just to show you there's a hiccup here. Something's not adding up right. So as you keep going through the weeks and periodically I'm looking at these sheets for uh, coaching conversations, I'll see some of these red boxes and I go, hey, you know, this is an error message. Your app count's not adding up here. Uh, so in this example so far, five apps total. Uh, ended up getting four referrals. Uh, what counts as a referral fits? That's when the client gives you a name and a number uh, <laughs> that you can call. Now, um, uh, I know we, we teach the ERS, the emergency response system, uh, and I count that as a referral. Uh, on, the, on the ERS, that would count as a referral. If somebody just says, here, call my sister, I count that as a referral. If you are using the prescription drug card uh, program to get, the, uh, to get referrals, that counts as referrals. Uh, you know, referrals. Somebody gives you a name and a number. Now, the ERS, we're not talking about that today, but the ERS is a free service that we provide that makes sure the client gets the benefit or the beneficiaries get the, the death benefit when the client dies. But that's not, uh, we teach it that it's not really referral, but we do count it as referral because there's another person, another opportunity uh, to potentially sell life insurance, okay? Life apps. So you got five apps total. See that still, that box still says there's an error there. You got four referrals and four life apps. The error is still there because four life apps does not equal five total apps. There's still an error. Now you write down the, the amount of premium. Um, this is a spreadsheet. So what you can do, uh, if, if, you, uh, if you want to, uh, I, I believe in letting a spreadsheet do the math for me rather than doing it. Some people will, will, will pull out their calculator and punch in the numbers and then, um, and then, and then put that number into the spreadsheet. But um, if you want help with how to type in formulas, uh, you just just go back to your to your uh, uh, high school or, or middle school or even elementary school in some cases uh, math. I think it was middle school actually when I learned this math or elementary school because I was in North Carolina. I think it was, <laughs> it was elementary school with this math. You can just say um, like equals parentheses all the monthly premiums in parentheses times twelve. Uh, I'm not trying to get too fancy with the math equations here, but uh, if you're trying to figure out your life AP, just punch in. Uh, add up the, the, the uh, monthlies that you picked up and then multiply that by 12. Uh, that's what I would do. I let the spreadsheet do the math uh, rather than uh, me trying to do that math. I let the spreadsheet do the math. I don't want anything lost in translation. Let the spreadsheet be the calculator for you. Now you add up the annuity. Now, you, you, you may be a brand spanking new agent. It is unlikely that you are doing an annuity sale your very first week and using this spreadsheet. Uh, I'm only putting this in here because I wanted to show you uh, where you put it. 
right? Um, but, and you see the error message went away on the apps. Go, go back up again. Yeah, see, there's an error message on total apps. It goes away now because four life apps plus one annuity app equals five total apps. Um, or, you know, if you're a new producer, a new agent with us, you, you may be uh, having an annuity app here because you had an old 401k or an IRA that you need to, that you roll over. Uh, and in this example, that annuity is 25,000. Now, the total premium on the right-hand side is calculating for you. Uh, uh, in 2019, as we were recording this, we have a, a, a contest. We're working forward towards Alaska. Annuities count 10% towards Alaska, and that's it. That's the only place annuities count 10% in our world. Uh, otherwise, they count at 5%. So the total premium over there adds up the life premium and 5% credit for the annuity premium to come up with $5,506.87. Uh, the annuity was 25,000. That's, that's the annuity face that you wrote. Maybe you wrote a $100,000 annuity or a $50,000 annuity or $47,967 annuity. That's where you put that face there, okay? So input the activity, input the work that you did and, and the results there that you, that you got for the week. Well, Fitz, what if I um, originally ran the appointment last week, but then ended up making the sale this week? There's a question I get often. You're reporting what happened during this seven-day period. You're reporting what happened during this seven-day period. So if you did the appointment last week, but went out this week and picked up the check or got the, the, the signature done that you were supposed to get done, or, or you got the banking information that you uh, forgot to get the first time you were there, <laughs> if you got it done this week, it counts this week. It doesn't count last week. And, and don't make the mistake of counting it both weeks because then it throws your numbers off and they're not actually accurate. And it's important that these numbers are accurate uh, because uh, we need the, 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 the spreadsheet to tell us what to do. Okay, so now each week you just keep going through, filling out the week, yada, yada, yada. You get down to that 13th week. There are 13 weeks. I've had some people say, why did you choose 13 weeks? Well, 52 weeks doesn't really give us a chance to see when something is wrong. We have to wait a year to see that we have a problem. Um, but uh, but I, when I look at one week or, or, or four weeks, you know, one week, you can't, you, there's no trends there. It's one, like I say, one plot point on a graph. Uh, as opposed to maybe, maybe like, well, I want to do four week period fits. Okay. But maybe you had a bad month. Maybe, maybe it snowed four feet all every day of the month and, and the production just wasn't happening. Or maybe, you know, it was a bad month. There's a hurricane that hit and you couldn't produce during that, during that, whatever, maybe, maybe whatever happened, maybe it's just a bad month, but, but the quarter, you're not going to have, I mean, you may have a bad quarter, but you're not going to just have a bad quarter because of circumstances. Uh, you're going to have a bad quarter maybe because you didn't, you didn't work, <laughs> but you're not going to have a bad quarter because of, because of outside circumstances, okay? When you get to the bottom of the sheet, you don't erase it and start over again. You just go back up to the top of the sheet and replace the, that old week with your new week, and then you work your way down again. So it ends up being a rolly, rolling 13-week tracker. Um, I, uh, I, when I think about this, I think about, I used to watch prices, right. As a kid during the summer, you know, you, you get to stay home and watch the prices, right. And I always had that little, the yodeler that would go up the mountain, you're going up and you had to say, stop when it was highlighting the price range you're in. So every time I look at this, I think about that yodeler, but <laughs> so you work your way down the sheet. When you get to that 13th week, don't make the mistake of erasing the whole sheet and starting over again. We want to see what the last 13 weeks looked like. Not what did this 13 weeks look like and then erase it and this 13 weeks look like and erase it. 
we want to continually see how it's how it's running. So you get back to the top, you replace the oldest week with the newest week, and then and then you work your way down the sheet again. So far, so good. Okay. So now you've inputted the activity. You're going to adjust the strategy. I will. I, I, we have other training about coaching based on this sheet, and 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 today I'm not going to get into coaching based on these fictitious numbers that I'm showing here. I I, I will say though that if you uh, have one week, if you have one week of data in there, I wouldn't necessarily radically change your activity plan for the next week. It's one week of data. Let's get four to six weeks of data in there before we really start adjusting our activity. Okay. So, but now we're going to adjust the strategy. See, now we're, the left-hand side was you, you, you tell the rocket where you want to go. The right-hand side is feedback from the onboard computers telling you what's going right, what's going wrong. So now it's showing us the results that we're getting based on this activity. And if we were, let's just say we were looking at a 13-week completed tracker here. Um, let's just assume that. Let's compare. Let's see. So we, we originally, based on averages, said you need to make $89 per week but your results are showing that you need to make 77 dials per week. Originally, we were saying you need to have three hours of dial time. Now we're seeing two and a half. We, we were seeing that uh, you need to make seven appointments or book seven appointments. Now we're seeing you need to book five. And, and we were seeing that you needed to book 14, uh, 14 hours of appointments, and now we're seeing 10. See how you entered in your information, and it adjusts, it adjusts your strategy. It's now telling you what you got to do. Again, not getting into coaching based on these fictitious numbers. We'll do that at a number, another time, or we can do that in an individual conversation looking at your numbers. Uh, but, but looking at this now, I would say, okay, based on what this sheet is telling me, when I get up Monday morning for my, for my new week, I've got to make 77 dials. And I, didn't, I need to make dials for two and a half hours. And I need to book five appointments this week, which is going to block off about 10 hours of appointment time. You look at this sheet, and it's now telling you what you've got to do next week. So now you enter in your second week. This is 314 of 2019, uh, March 14th. And so now you enter in that week. Again, look down. I just entered it in. I, I, I put in, again, fake numbers there. So you can look down at the bottom and see what this is telling you. You're, you're, you're getting better. You, you were at 77 dials per week. Now your strategy has changed. You need to make 64 dials a week, two hours of dials, four appointments, and eight hours of appointments. It's adjusting for you. Now, uh, let me just let me just be really clear. If you're a brand spanking new agent, <laughs> you need to make a, as many dials as humanly possible as fast as possible because you've got to get through the learning curve. Don't look at if you're a brand new agent, do not look at this sheet and say, "Well, it says I only need to make 64 dials." No, make 640 if you can. Like do as many as you can as fast as you can so you can get through that learning curve. I cannot emphasize this enough. When you're getting started, when you're getting the rocket off the ground, you need to expend a lot of energy. Again, go back to the thinking about it like a rocket. I, I remember being at Cape Carnaval one time and watching the, the shuttle take off. It was awesome. I wasn't right there at it, but I, I could see it from a distance. And I know that um, you know, I read once upon a time, and I may have the numbers a little bit off, but, but to get that rocket a foot off the ground takes as much fuel as it does to take that rocket to outer space once it's a, a foot off. You know, getting a, a, a train, a locomotive running, it, it, the same uh, uh, amount of pressure to get that locomotive going uh, an inch will move that same locomotive a mile. It's, so you, you, you do need a lot of energy, a lot of activity 
getting things up and off the ground. After about four to six weeks and you've been busting the activity, what you'll see is your spreadsheet's going to tell you, all right, here's, here's what you actually need to do. At that point, you can back off. But your four, first four to six weeks, don't knock out $50, think you've done something. Okay, and I, I'm not putting you down if that's what you did when you first got started. or I'm not, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying if you want to bust through the learning curve quickly, you've got to make as many dials as possible, as fast as possible, as soon as possible to get through that learning curve. Can I get an amen? I just heard some. So <laughs> now I'm not going to go through the column by column of uh, the building side of this spreadsheet, but when you are in your activity tracker, there is a tab for the 13 week tracker. You'll see all of it, the production side and the building side, the building side summarizes these two tabs, which you, you have in your spreadsheet. You see these two tabs, the license interviews and non-license interviews. I do track those numbers separately. I don't combine license interviews and non-license interviews, except in the summary I do. Oops. I do in the summary uh, show, um, show, uh, have them combined. But it's important. Like if all you're doing is license interviews, you're not going to have anybody getting signed up in school. All right. And I promise you, you get different results with non-licensed interviews than you do licensed interviews. You have to do more non-licensed interviews to get the same results as you would with licensed. Why? Because those non-licensed people have to get through school. They got to get through class and, and they may get halfway through that class and just say, forget this. I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, and, and so that's going to affect your numbers. That's why in your spreadsheet, we do track it separately. Let me run through these columns real quick and what they mean. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. Interviews, that's interviews booked, okay? That's somebody got on your calendar. Sits, they actually showed for their interview. I don't do face-to-face -face interviews. I do interviews over the phone. Uh, and so I called, they answered, we talked, that counts as a sit. Fast track, that means they completed the onboarding, the initial onboarding information with the Alliance. Referrals, maybe they backed up their whole cell phone. <laughs> I've, I've had my column one time that showed like 1,600 because somebody gave me their whole cell phone backup and I count all those as referrals. I am working all of those 1600 or maybe your cousin gave you a name and number or maybe a, a client gave you a name and number uh, that counts as a referral. New in school, they actually got signed up. I don't care what school you use um, for, for helping people get their license. Just use one that works. Uh, <laughs> two popular ones are license coach and Excel. Uh, those, those are two more popular that we use in the FITS group. Uh, but if they got signed up for class, mark that. Contracts, that means that they did the initial onboarding information, that fast track information. They completed the uh, alliance agreement and at least one carrier contract. They have to have a license. Doesn't count as a contract if they don't have that license to submit with their paperwork. First app, this is looking at submitted their first app. Didn't necessarily issue it yet. Maybe it has, but it's all about getting that first app turned in. I, I track these numbers. I can go through it uh, individually with you. Uh, but uh, from a coaching perspective, I'm not getting into that today. Just showing you that we also track this. And again, there's separate tabs in your spreadsheet workbook that you can go to for license interviews and non-license interviews. They summarize on that main page. That's the activity tracker. Hope that helps. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. 
see you next week.